Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button when, wherever you're listening. And then uh, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. Um, <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I just, I'm testing this out. I just want to see what happens. I've never done it before. And I've, well, it's my first time, okay? I just, I want you to be gentle with me, okay? I'm ready. <laughs> okay, I, I've never done a full episode um under the influence and that's what's going to happen right now i want to see what happens and it's going to be free-flowing conversation okay i just i i don't know if i can do it if it makes sense and, and you know what this episode may never air and and the beauty will be just deleted in, into into the air <laughs> my god what could have been what could have been yeah, it's a good it's a good time I'm having with by myself in the basement talking to myself. So what's funny is I was talking. I I did that video shoot at Mile High Life and Mile High Sports, and I'm talking to Bree, one of the hosts over at Mile High Sports, does a, a shit ton of things, and I, she's like, "How is it that you can talk to yourself like so well?" She's like, "I don't know how you do that." And I'm like, God, you know, it's funny is I have my my camera set up. So when I'm talking to you guys, it's kind of oddly enough, I'm staring at myself the entire time. So I'm talking to myself <laughs> the entire time. And it's funny because <laughs> it's kind it's kind of conceited or uh, what is that? Uh, narcissistic that I'm, I'm all about myself in this situation. Be like, hey, you. God, you look good. How have you been? I've been good. Yeah, I need to work out a little bit more. <laughs> oh, no. You look amazing. Look. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are so buff and strong. <laughs> That's me talking to myself. This is what I do. I am having a conversation with you, but I'm staring at myself. It's really kind of a mind fuck when you think about it. And Bree, why the fuck did you ask me that? Now I'm in my head. I'm in my head. Like, who are you talking to? Echo, echo. <laughs> like, I'm going nutty down here. Uh, yeah, so it's funny. I never really thought about it. I mean, I have thought about it, but it just I didn't really, really think about it in, in, from a professional situation because she's used to doing shows as far as talking on whether the radio or in podcast form that she does it with somebody else. She always has co-hosts. And, and it's funny because, like, I don't know if I could handle having a co-host all the time. Because when I did that interview today that's going to be up on Mile High Life's uh, YouTube page and uh, all that stuff, uh, it's funny because you don't get to talk as much, obviously, but it's you have to kind of find another role. I can't be as energetic and crazy and go off on tangents when I have a co-host because they're going to interrupt me and then... Like I, I've said before, like my ADHD, I can't I won't continue down that path and I'll lose the the comedy. So I, I tend to I, I purposely will sit back and listen. And, and it's just I've become essentially a different character 
in a weird way. Like this is very conversational. You and me, we're sitting here listening. Look at us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but it's like you and I, you and I, it's very intimate, right? Hey, it's late at night. Nobody's watching. Looking at <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh, I'm done. Damn it. Well, where were we? <laughs> I don't know where I was at. No, I'm just, oh, I do know because I was saying that, uh, you know, when you have a co-host that they'll knock you all over the place. And for my, my brain is kind of just going back and forth a little bit crazier than it does on a regular basis. So it's kind of hard in a weird way to talk with, uh, a co-host because, when I say something, I, I, I want to see if their reaction is what I'm expecting. And sometimes you say something funny, then you look at them and you're like, why the fuck aren't they laughing? Jesus Christ, I just gave you money. And then, oh wait, now they're laughing. <laughs> they just tried to hold it back. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> it does. That's, that is what goes through my head. It'd be like, did they not understand it? Or am I that not funny? Oh man, yeah. It's, <laughs> so it, it's very interesting. Never thought that I would do that. Uh, be a host. So when I'm in this situation now, where I'm so used to talking by myself, uh, it is sometimes kind of hard to have conversations a little bit. Uh, I just, I just kind of get more serious too because I'm distracted by everything else. So I'll throw in funny. And then if they don't laugh at it, then it kind of bugs me. <laughs> and then I, I'm more, I drag myself down. Whereas this, I'm just free flowing. I assume you guys laugh at everything I fucking say. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> right? I assume that you laughed at that because you're probably drunk. <laughs> Let's be honest. Or high, right? This is Colorado. America. <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> But yeah, it, it, it's it's very interesting, very fun to uh, work with different talents. It, it, it's interesting too because uh, I, I always worked with a specific set of talents because my entire radio career was at at you know what was nine fifty the fan, then one hundred four three the fan. So when I <clears throat> you know left there, I was able to start working with just anybody and everybody. And you kind of forget that, like, you know, we, we, the fan has always had amazing talent. So it's not like you, I mean, not like you're completely neglected in that, the, you know, access to talent, but it, you, once you leave the radio station and you're able to work with other radio stations, whether it's uh, music or, uh, or news or whatever, and you realize, God, there's a lot of amazing talent here in the Colorado area, especially for on-air hosts. And, and I have a lot of respect for so many people. I was listening to, my wife wakes up and listens to BJ and Jamie on 105.9. And they're pretty funny. BJ, BJ kind of bugs me sometimes, but that is not like I hate him. But, you know, he always says something where you're just like, dude. What the fuck? Why would you say that? 
type of thing. I have no examples. I'm very bad at giving examples of shit. But Jamie just gets me. I, I, she, I, she is funny as shit to me. And it's like, like he was, I think it was today I woke up. I, I just got done in the shower. So I was naked. You're welcome for that imagery. Yeah. Just got done soaping myself up with some steamy hot water. <laughs> then I gingerly jumped out of the shower and dried myself off. But anyway, as, as I'm walking, I don't know why I went on that tangent. I'm sorry. But I'm listening. He, BJ says something about uh, getting a Barbie doll and when he was little or, or something like that. Maybe it was his sibling's Barbie doll or something. But anyway, and then Jamie just says something like, did you rub its boobies? <laughs> I just like, I was like, that's funny. And also a guy could never get away with that on the air. And rightfully so. <laughs> could could you imagine if a guy was like talking about somebody's, uh, especially if it was a female co-host, uh, their Barbie doll, and then you just as a creepy guy go, did you touch its boobies? <laughs> and you're like, oh, that was the last thing he said on the radio. That's That was his, what are the final words of this individual as he uh, ended his uh, broadcasting career? <laughs> did you rub its boobies? <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. But anyway, I respect the heck out of her. She's she's done so much shit, and she's just I I think she's just funny. Now a lot of people don't like her, and that's fine. But that's 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 when you know you got a good show is if when you have a, a duo for a talk show, and, and that's when you're a morning drive show on even a music station. Your your talk, but. If you got uh, if you have a host that a lot of people have disagreements with, and then you have another host that is more your personality, and you lean towards that person, that's the perfect relationship because you you listen for the person that you relate to, and you sit there and go, "How does she stand it? He is such a moron." And then you hear him say something, and you're like, "Oh, God, damn it!" Why did you say that? How is she handling this? Because if it was me, like type that type of thing. Anyway, hey, this is, again, <laughs> thanks, Veritas. Gosh, don't think, don't think you're not guilty for this episode, Veritas. <laughs> ah! <laughs> hey, we got more coming up. I don't know what it is because I've just ad-libbed everything so far. That's this is the only thing I'm not going to ad lib. Hey, root for safeties this season with your friends over at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. So, however it happens, whatever the case, what you need to do, root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. So, download the Superbook Colorado app. Right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. So visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Happy holidays, everyone. This is Shelly Majors, GM, Chief Bottle Washer, and Radio Ad Chick for the Blake Street Tavern. Keep calm and book those holiday parties, everyone. No matter how small or large your group is, we have you covered. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, so how are things with you? Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. <laughs>
<laughs> I, I, th- I thought of something that I was going to talk about before I hit the break, but I honestly, I completely fucking forgot. And I got to tell you, it was money. It would have been the best segment you've ever fucking heard in, in radio and in television and podcasting. It would have been great. Would have been fantastic. You probably would have uh, requested this be an FF. What is that? <laughs> NFT. And then be like, can I, I, I need to save that digital moment because it's pure greatness. Okay. But I forgot what I was going to talk about because again, edibles, fuck you. Huh? This is, this is a, this is a learning podcast. Okay. <laughs> You're getting educated on the hazards of uh, using s- stuff that alters your mindset. I will tell you this. I, and I brought this up to you before. I was in New Orleans, and the very first Super Bowl I covered was, um, it was the 49ers and Ravens in New Orleans. It's the famous blackout game where all of a sudden the power went out at the stadium, crazy thing, and then the tides turned, and next thing you know, the Ravens won the Super Bowl. But I remember working that, and we weren't fully prepared as a, as a station to go out there, so we didn't have any guests pre-booked, which I learned from. I learned a lot from this failure. A good example of learning from your failures. This was kind of, as far as a guest standpoint, if you're going to be on Radio Row, is you want to have a lot of good guests. Anyway, and we, what I know now is you kind of pre-book stuff before you go out there. Hey, we're going to be on Radio Row. Let me know if you have any people that you want to bring over and we can interview them. Kind of a scratch. You know, you give us a good a good uh, interview and then we'll promote whatever product you're promoting. Whatever. That's how it goes. But I remember that being my very first Super Bowl to cover. I Essentially, I was working 6 a.m. to, I believe, 6 or 7 p.m. every day. And by Thursday, so I got out there on on Sunday. Actually, yeah, I got there on Sunday and started doing shows on Monday. So by the time Thursday comes around, and I know, listen, I know that some of you out there work a lot of fucking hours all the fucking time. And I don't know how you guys do that, honestly. There, there's people that put in 12-hour days every single fucking day, and that's fucking bizarre to me. You're a special breed of crazy. <laughs> you fucking are. But, I mean, if you can do it, do it. I, I don't knock you for it. If, it. if it benefits you and your family, that's cool. Go for it. But anyway, so I'm, like, exhausted come Thursday. And I'm at dinner with a bunch of the guys from the station along with some other uh, former football players. And I am just like, I'm just irritated as fuck. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm just angry at the world. And one of the former NFL players, I'm not going to say his name, pulls me aside. He's like, you okay? You look like you're really stressed out. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm fucking irritated as shit. And he's like, why don't you, you want to get, you know, relieve some of that stress. Do you, do you need to smoke? Not cigarettes, uh, marijuana. So I'm like, yeah, dude, I, yeah, I guess. And I didn't really want to do it cause I'm in another state and I, I don't want to go to New Orleans jail. <laughs> I'm too pretty. <laughs> uh, anyway. So 
me along with another with it was two NFL players and I <laughs> go find this little back alley where marijuana was illegal at the time and we start smoking smoking a, a bowl and then uh at one point one of the really fa- really I, I'm I'm trying to name drop without name dropping pretty famous running back couldn't get his his lighter to light so i had to light it for him and i just always think that's the funniest fucking thing it's like here i am in a back alley of new orleans middle of the night lighting a uh, a bowl for a very famous nfl player uh, hilarious <laughs> and then later we're walking along and i hate being that way in public and so we're walking along and everybody's giving me me especially this weird look they're like why the fuck is that pipsqueak with those two giant guys <laughs> like it looked very odd and uh and i was just like very paranoid i didn't want to be there so then at one point they're talking about how they love being in public that way and i'm and i op- open my mouth and i'm like guys i don't i hate being this way in public i just want to be curled up in my bed right now you know, grubbing on food. And they're like, dude, it's okay. You could go back to your hotel room. We're just glad we could help you. And and you're, you know, you're having a better night. And I'm like, thanks guys. It was like almost this emotional moment. And like, I bet if I brought it up to them now, they'd be like, yeah, I don't remember that because it wasn't as memorable to them as it was to me. But like, I thought, I thought that was the coolest thing. They both put their hands on my shoulder and they're like, Scott, if you feel like it's better for you to go back to your hotel room and, and just chill, that's cool too. We're just glad we could help you. I thought that was the coolest fucking thing ever. I'm like, oh my God, I love you guys. <laughs> I'll do anything for you, okay? <laughs> anything. <laughs> it was so funny. It was a, that's, that to me is an, an amazing memory of uh, my working career because it was just – it was, they were just all about, you know, they saw, uh, you know, somebody that they knew that was stressed and needed some help and they said something and, you know, they, I'm not saying that marijuana is the answer for everything. I get that, that a lot of people don't like it, but you know what? It, it prevented me because like I felt I finished the week, the next two days, like I, I was reborn. Like I had a second wind. Because that stress balloon was about to freaking burst like a fucking juicy zit all over the place. If they wouldn't have, you know, got helped me get my head right, uh, who knows? I was just I may have lost my job because I was I was so fucking stressed out. I was like beyond stressed. And they helped me out. So that's a good example of what things like marijuana can do. Is I, I don't like I, I don't like it when I hear about people driving and smoking weed. That shit pisses me off. It's the exact same thing as drinking. Okay. Your mind is altered. You shouldn't be fucking driving anywhere. Okay. Don't fucking do that. I hate that shit. And I'm very surprised at the amount of people that think it's cool to drink and drive. I, I swear to fucking God, it, it blows my mind anytime uh, that we used to bring that up when an athlete would get in trouble, whenever we would bring up the idea of drinking and driving, 
the text line would blow up from listeners that were saying we were a bunch of pussies for thinking it was a big deal that people were driving drunk. They're like, I drive drunk all the time. It's not a big fucking deal. But yeah, it is a big fucking deal, you stupid shit. Listen, I listen. I I gotta be honest. I've done it when I was younger. Didn't know any better because I was a fucking moron and, and I did it. I still don't know. I, I didn't remember the drive home at all. And it scared the shit out of me the next day. I'm like, dude, I could have fucking killed somebody very easily. And I, and I never did it again. I don't, it freaks me out. So don't be a cunt and say, oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No big deal. By the way, the word cunt. I think it's hilarious anytime I use the word cunt. And I'm surprised the amount of ladies that use it and or if I say it around them, they just start laughing. They're like, nobody ever says that. I love it. <laughs> say cunt again. <laughs> and I'll be like, cunt. And they're like, that's awesome. Let's do shots. <laughs> nobody I know talks that way. <laughs> Can't you? Every everybody I know that is like a female listening, they're like, "Is he doing an impression of me? What a fucking dick <laughs> or a cunt in this situation." I think it's funny to use words like that. You can't overuse. You can't overuse the word "cunt." I should say, because you can't go around using that willy nilly. But when you drop it, like just every now and then. Man, everybody like turns and they, I've never said that word and I'm sure it will happen. I've never said that word and somebody gets offended by it. They always fucking laugh and they're like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Like, uh, like, you know, you can say it too. <laughs> you can. It's okay. This is a cunt free zone. You can say it however you want. <laughs> it's like this. It's like the they people think it's the worst fucking bad word. And, and I always am reminded of Jim Jeffries, the comedian from Australia. And obviously out there, they say cunt all the time. But he did a bit where he's talking about how he's like, Americans get offended by people that say the word cunt. But then we always throw around motherfucker. He's all, what do you think is worse? <laughs> A cunt or somebody fucking their mom. That's pretty disgusting. That's incest. <laughs> and, and and he goes on and it was hilarious. But it is true. I, I think that's kind of a bandwagon word. And a lot of us were, were afraid to use it because you're like, is it really as bad as we think? Or is that just what we were told? Because, I, I mean, who gets offended by the using the word cunt seriously if you use the word cunt and somebody's offended it's because they're a cunt just saying that's how it works everybody's so scared to use that word but it's better than motherfucker i mean you're in, in insinuating that there's incest going on that's worse that is worse as the almighty jim jeffries has said that's fucking worse than the word cunt. So, hey, just a reminder that your kids shouldn't be listening to this podcast as I just did five minutes on the word cunt. <laughs> I'm basically doing improv comedy right now. 
as much as I can. Listen, I don't know if you'd pay admission price to listen to me, you know, ramble like this, but that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Oh my God, look at me. <laughs> I am dumb. Oh man, yeah, God. I got to get ready for the holiday episode. I got a bunch of stuff where I'm going to uh, talk about Christmas, crazy gifts that you've ever received. Uh, I'll share mine. You've probably heard it before, but I love sharing it because I shared it today with some people over at Mile High Life, and they were just like in stitches. They couldn't believe that my brother would gift me something like that. So I'll I'll bring up that. If you have any gift, weird gifts that you've ever received or given, let me know to huffoncensored at gmail.com, and I'll try to work it into the episode. Even if you send it to me a little late, that's okay, because I can always use those for next time I get into that conversation, just or just have that conversation you know, later. So it's no big deal. So yeah, just to huff on censored at gmail.com. Uh, it's, it's, we're going to talk about that and some other stories that I found about Christmas that are kind of circulating some that are just hilarious. And if you have a December birthday or your birthday is near December, man, you guys get fucked over. We're going to talk about that. My wife is one of those individuals, and she has very strict rules when it comes to her birthday. And you must follow them, or you're being very disrespectful. And I have to agree with her because she frightens me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, I agree with her because it is crazy. I don't have to deal with that. My birthday's uh, July 6th. I'm right around 4th of July, but... Fuck, man, it's not a big deal if somebody lights off fireworks for my birthday. I would expect it because it's right around July 4th. It doesn't bug me. But July 4th isn't a gift-giving holiday, so it doesn't get interfered with. It's only Christmas, and I we're going to dive into those. If you have stories about those, let me know. If you're a Christmas-time baby, like do you, do you have strict rules that you follow? the family has to follow or and what happens if somebody breaks those rules let me know because i think that's uh, very interesting because like i said i'm a july kid uh, i didn't have to deal with that and and i guess it would be really fucking annoying if people were just clumping christmas and your birthday and you don't have that you know it sounds silly but you don't have that s special day just for yourself so we're going to get into that if you have any stories to huff uncensored at gmail.com all right, I did it. Ad-libbed for 27 minutes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that was fun. <laughs> I want to give a special shout-out to Veritas Fine Cannabis for contributing to this episode. You guys have an amazing product. I just proved it right there. You're welcome. Boo, boo. <laughs> Oh, man, my wife is watching me on the security camera during this whole episode. I feel so violated. <laughs> That's kind of annoying. We have a secure. We have. A I love security cameras. They're addicting once you get them. But uh, I have them everywhere, including I have one in the basement. So when the kids are fighting, we can be like, bullshit. You hit him first. Case dismissed. You're going to jail type of shit. Um, but then my... <laughs> So apparently my wife is watching. She's a warrior. 
Okay. It doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. Okay. It makes perfect sense why she would, uh, you know, spy on me. But anyway, again, thanks Veritas Fine Cannabis. You are amazing and I love it. It's a very clean smoke and it makes you feel good. And it really takes that stress off. I'm not saying you have to go check them out, but it's, if you're going to check out a product, check out Veritas Fine Cannabis because they're top-notch as somebody that went to the grow facility and see how and i saw how they treat each flower just like it's a baby and it's just they they cater it and and it you can tell in the product you can tell in the product anyway thank you guys so much for listening make sure you hit that subscribe button share it with your friends hey thanks again to veritas fine cannabis of course Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. God, oh, oh, Blake Street. Your burgers are calling my name. That sounds so delicious. So delicious. Go check them out. Blake Street Tavern. Uh, amazing food, amazing atmosphere. And, of course, Total Beverage at in Thornton as well as Westminster. It's to Huff Uncensored. I appreciate each and every single one of you. I, I truly do. As the year's winding down, I'm going to get a little emotional. Look at me. Oh, my God, I'm a mess. Anyway, I appreciate each and every one of you. Please don't be a dick. <laughs> You're welcome. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.